0: Welcome to Net Support Radio's Five in Five, where education experts share their top five tips in five minutes across a range of edtech
1: topics, providing you with new inspiration and ideas. And hi, and welcome to another one of Net Support's Five in Five. And today, I'm really excited. We've got a good friend, someone who's um, worked with NetSupport on all sorts of different bits and pieces um, over the years. But we have the wonderful Paul Tullock, who is a primary school teacher and computing lead up in North Tynesign. Hi, Paul. How are you, sir?
0: Hi, I, I'm, I'm good, thanks. It's great, to be, uh, it's great to be on this, giving five tips. It's a great idea. Um, so hopefully it's going to be helpful.
1: I certainly hope so. Now, I know you're an Apple distinguished educator, self-certified tech geek and all other bits and pieces. But I kind of think you're just a man who's passionate about technology and getting the most out of in the classroom. Is that a fair summary? I think that that
0: is a a very fair summary is uh, I was never interested in tech. And then I really saw the benefits of, of how we could change the classroom and how we could really change the lives of our children. And as a person who didn't enjoy school um, and found it hard to access learning, I can really see the benefit.
1: Absolutely. That's really good. good to how, hear you
0: can, how you can use it and it can support everybody.
1: Yeah. And I've seen presentations you've done before, which have all been about how you can really get, get the most out of technology and make it accessible to, to all the children, which is fantastic. So today you're going to be giving us five tips for using iPads more effectively in a primary school.
0: Yes. Five Five tips to get started with using iPads in primary school. Um, I am very iPad heavy, but that's what I use. So um, my five tips are going to be around um, around getting set up and five tips to start on your journey to get the most out of the iPads that you have or any mobile technology um, and really make it work in the primary setting.
1: Brilliant. Well, I'm excited to hear them. So let's kick it off straight away with number one on the Mr. Tullock list.
0: Number one on the Mr. Tullock list is get your setup right from the very start. Um, I always say that technology isn't going to change um, learning, but technology set up and used in the right way in a good teacher's hand will completely revolutionize learning. So my first tip is get it set up right from the start. Make sure you've got a good MDM, uh, which is a mobile a mobile. Device management system set up so you can manage all the iPads from one space, and make sure you have something that you can control the iPads or control any computers through th- any computers or mobile devices through where you get full overview of what's going on on those iPads, whether that be Apple Classroom or I know NetSupport do.
1: NetSupport's support cool. right. yeah, for,
0: for for managing devices. Whether it be that number one is get them set up properly, and number two is have a way that you can control and monitor.
1: Ah, I think that's very wise words. That's always a good starting point for having confidence as a teacher as well, isn't it? And and actually getting those devices operational in the classroom.
0: Yeah, totally. Because you want them all to be set up exactly the same way. So everybody has a level playing field. And then you want to be able to offer the support to anybody that needs it very quickly by monitoring or opening things up for those learners or, or just having a very big overview of your class and what's going on
1: fantastic so number two on the list sir
0: what would you be recommending number two on the list is something that you have seen me talk about in the past and it's something that um it has led me on my journey of using technology in the classroom is from day one from the first time that you use them share the accessibility features that are built in especially to the ipad with your children because just because you don't think that they need it it doesn't mean that they won't find things helpful so I'm talking about things that are built into the settings, things like speak screen where words can be read to the children, things like turning on the dictation feature so children can, can speak and it will write down their words and help them to support uh, with literacy and build confidence. Things like the colour hues of screens for anybody that suffers with reading impairments or any kind of impairment. Just make sure that You spend the first time you ever get the technology out, spend a good hour showing every feature, talking about why it might be useful, and then reminding the children as you go through using them and as you go through that learning journey that this might benefit you and that might benefit you and just really make sure that they've got access to things that make the learning independent for them.
1: I think that's great. And music to the ears of any SENCO in a school as well, isn't it?
0: Yes, because in this current climate where everything's tighty, but money tight staff are tight you know um we don't always have the support staff and the humans to basically help and support so any way that you can give that little bit of independence and technology has revolutionized our our lives in lots of ways in terms of things like shopping to things like how we assist each other and even car parking sensors if they're enhancing our life they need to enhance our learning too and we need to be showing our children to give them independence
1: 100 percent. couldn't agree more with you sir so number three on the list
0: number three is don't try and use too many apps at once it's very daunting when you're faced with new technology that you've never used before and if you look into the world of twitter or you look into the world of facebook and you're looking for ideas there are lots and lots of apps floating about there my top tip would be don't try and find an app for certain lessons. Would just be choose a set of core apps that you know um, you're going to get a lot of learning um, with. So I would recommend things like a presentation app yep. where children can create presentations, whether it be Keynote, PowerPoint, or Google Slides. I would recommend a word processing app such as Pages, Words, uh, Word, or uh, using Google Docs, and that allows to use the dictation features to help support literacy, but also get the important keyboard skills. Um, I would include a video app, such as Clips or iMovie, um, anything where they can record in a slightly different way and they can create things, because I often think that that the best way to learn is through creativity, um, because you you never remember a worksheet, but you always remember when you had fun creating an amazing film or something along those lines. creation apps such as book creator where they can pull lots of different ideas together into one space and i would recommend an app where you can collect and provide uh feedback on the works or something like see social or uh really schools
1: absolutely thank you for um, remembering that one yeah and, and you're right i think often it comes down to having it's better to be really competent and confident in a core set of apps than try and be um you know have too many that you're trying to develop those skills with
0: exactly and the way that i always say with our staff when i'm training staff is it's like a football player a football player um if you play in defense you might have to be good in two or three positions you don't play in goal you don't play all over the field just concentrate on doing the simple things right and then everything will take off from there Absolutely. so that's that's yeah. my take on it
1: And and after a career of being a fairly poor goalie, I can absolutely um, empathise with those ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, me too. (laughs) Number four on the list, sir.
0: Number four uh, is teach the children the skills that they need um, and don't try and teach the skills while you're also trying to teach another lesson. So, for example, say you're learning about uh, royals in history and you want to create a presentation the children are going to struggle if they have to learn the skills of creating the presentation alongside the knowledge that they need. So don't try and do two things together at once. I know it's often tempting to try and say, right, we'll create this great video. But if you've never used the video app before, it's making it twice as hard and the outcomes won't be as good. So make sure the skills are taught and then the skills can be applied across various learning. So it could be applied across science, English, history, all kinds of things. So, The fourth tip is teach the skills.
1: I think that is a cracking bit of advice. And like you say, it's an easy one to forget, but it's so, so key, isn't it? So number five, sir, the conclusion, the the last, and I'm sure the most outstanding tip from Mr. Tulloch is?
0: The last tip I would say is when you're integrating technology and you're going on your iPad journey, set up digital leaders, get a group of students who are really interested in technology, have got really good skills, and train those children. Take them away, work with them, just individually work with them as a club, train those children up, so that when you go back to the classroom or they go back to their classrooms with their other teachers, they can lead the learning because they've got the skills. So, for example, uh, in our school, We have a great set of digital leaders and certain teachers, when they're trying out new things, are not that confident, but they know that they've got two or three children in their class that are technically experts and they're on hand to step in, support the teacher and build confidence. And if the teacher's got the confidence and the children have the confidence, then that's where great learning takes place.
1: Well, I couldn't agree more. And that's a really nice one to wrap up your um, five tips for getting the most out of your um, iPads in the classroom. Paul, as always, thank you for joining us on NetSupport Radio and for your continued support. Um, It's been really, really nice to catch up with you today.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's, It's a great idea. In a busy world where we're all struggling for time, five tips in five minutes is a fantastic idea and I'm delighted to be a part of it.
1: Thank you. And one last question. If um, any of our listeners wanted to find you on Twitter, where would they head to? Uh,
0: If you head to at MrTullock. That's M-R-T-U-L-L-O-C-K.
1: Brilliant. Thank you for that and look forward to speaking to you again soon, sir.
0: Yes, we'll catch up soon. Hopefully, at bet.
1: Absolutely, indeed, sir. I look forward to it.
0: Your EdTech Impact with NetSupport's award-winning solutions.